0: And you are listening to the End Around Podcast. I am Matt Tabbik, and I am joined with today, President of and CEO of the Falcons, Rich McKay. We are talking All Decade Team, which has been released now on AtlantaFalcons.com. And Rich, first of all, thanks for joining me today and uh, talking a little All Decade Team.
1: Happy to do it. It's a good team. It was a really good. Team. It was a really good decade of Falcon football. So yeah. let's let's go through them.
0: All right, well, you know, the Falcons won 89 games this past decade, five trips to the playoffs, three division titles, an NFC championship, and a trip to Super Bowl LI. Arguably the, well, not arguably, I said it again, it is without a doubt the most successful fran- uh, decade in franchise history, 53 years of the, the franchise Rich. Uh, 36 wins in the first three years of the decade, it was quite a run. And you, of all people who have built teams, you're heading into your 17th season now in the league. You've been a GM. You've built a lot of teams. You've hired some great coaches, put together a lot of teams. Tampa, you guys had a lot of success down there too. Uh, can you put into perspective just how hard it is to win 89 games and do what the Falcons have done the last decade?
1: so, uh, you know, Matt, the way I look at winning is is winning in our league is what we're in the business to do. We should do that. That's what we're, that's what we do. Um, the difference is winning consistently and consistently over, you know, a 10 year period, not so easy because our rules are set up. Everything we try to do in our league is is based on competitive balance. It's based on trying to make sure those teams that are at the bottom half of the league can quickly become the top half of the league. That That's what we want. We, the word we don't like is parity, but really parity is, is a good thing for us because what we want fans of any team in any city to wake up every day and say is, my team's got a chance. My team has a chance. Yeah. And we know in other sports that's hard to do. In our sport, it's easier to do. We try to do it. Um, that said, not easy to win as, as many games as, as we won over that decade. A lot of people deserve credit for it. You know, there's the Dan Quinns of the world, the Mike Smiths of the world, certainly the Thomas Dimitrovs of the world. But, I, you know, I, I don't want to go past Matt Ryan. Um, you know, when when the quarterback plays as well as Matt's play as as, you know, at the top of his game, um, I, I don't like the word consistent because he's way better than that. Yeah. He is a really good player at a very important position. And that uh, that gives you a chance every week.
0: Yeah, every fan wants to have hope, uh, and that's that's the goal, like you said, a chance to win the Super Bowl. But you got to have a quarterback in this league, right? And uh, Matty Ice has certainly been, you know, I have made the argument a couple times the past two weeks and talking to our writers and stuff. Just this this decade does not happen. There's no chance that they do what they do they did without Matt Ryan behind center. Um, let's go through the ri- list really quick there, Rich. Uh, on offense, you got four unanimous picks Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Roddy White, and Tony Gonzalez. Uh, Michael Turner and Pat DiMarco in the backfield. Uh, Alex Mack, Matt, Jake Matthews, Tyson Claybo, Justin Blaylock, Andy Levitre uh, are up the men up front. And then at the flex position, you got Devontae Freeman. We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, and then on defense, you only had one unanimous pick Brady Jarrett. Joined with John Abraham, great pass rusher. Vic Beasley, who had one really, really tremendous year. Uh, The linebackers, Jonathan Babineau. uh, I'm sorry, Babineau up front. Then you have the linebackers, Deion Jones, Curtis Lofton, and Sean Weatherspoon. And then in the secondary, you got Desmond Trufant, Robert Alford, William Moore, Ricardo Allen. And then at that flex spot, Brent Grimes and the special teams, Matt Bryant, Money Matt, Matt Boscher, Devin Hester, Josh Harris, and Eric Weems. Rich, thoughts really quick. Uh, your your camera disappeared there. Thoughts really quick though on those. Uh, Only
1: because somebody called me on the phone, so that's why the camera doesn't. That's, all right.
0: On thoughts on the unanimous picks first. Uh, uh, the foreign uh, offense, hey, but- and then Matt Bryant. The-
1: there's Hall of Famers in that list, right? There's Matt Ryan, there's Julio Jones, Roddy White's in our ring of honor already. Tony Gonzalez is in the Hall of Fame already. And Grady Jared was our franchise designated player last year and just signed a long-term contract. Yeah. Um, those aren't, they're not good players because they're better than that. Um, so uh, I don't think there's anything to discuss in them. You know, Tony Gonzalez, we got Tony Gonzalez, a great trade by Mike Smith and, and by Thomas. Um a lot of people said, oh, you're getting him at the end of his career. And, and you know, so we didn't know what to expect. Um, my, oh, my, was he a difference maker. He was a great football player. Uh, anytime you got near the red zone or you had a critical third down, shame on you if you didn't defend Tony Gonzalez because he would make you pay. Rich,
0: what did he bring to the team, though? Just everybody, he redefined the tight end position. You know, that's been stated and in, in, uh, over and over, but... As a player, you know, I I, I talked to some of the Michael Jenkins of the world and Matt Ryans and, and guys that play with him. They talk about his work ethic. What does yeah. that do for a team uh, when you see a guy that good? When,
1: when they talk work, work ethic, there's a lot of guys that work hard. There's yeah. a lot of guys that, that, that sweat a lot. There's a lot of guys that spend a lot of hours at it. Regimented, organized, systematic, Tony Gonzalez. I mean, he had a method to how he did it he knew how he was going to go out to practice every day and every drill he did pre-practice was for a reason it wasn't just because he was going out there catching balls and hanging out or running there like i say there's plenty of guys that work really hard there's other guys that just take it to another level so i think when i was a kid when i first got in the league because we played against him actually in a, in a super bowl jerry rice invented it he was that guy that had this off-season fanatical you know training method Guess what? Tony Gonzalez was that guy for us. He had a method, and it was very hard work, early to practice. But but he didn't he didn't screw around. He it was for a reason, and uh, he really helped us. You know, you saw that phrase a pros pro. Tony Gonzalez a pros pro.
0: Yeah, I remember talking to Harry Douglas and Michael Jenkins, and they just they talked about the number of passes he would catch at practice, and he would like, hey, how come you guys are not here doing this? And so. I think you know when you take a when you're at this level, you're already really good just to be here. But when you have guys at this level looking at him, going, "Wow, that says something."
1: Who else you want to talk about? Roddy White. Roddy was the guy, the example of the guy that came into the league, and the league was too big for him. It just was too big. For, you know, he was distracted. It was a big jump from UAB to to uh, to Atlanta. It was a lot of things. And then when the light bulb went off. And just clicked, you yeah. know, and then just flickered back on. When it came back on, it was bright. And he never stopped. He was a good player all the time. Um, he was a he was a problem for people because he was physical. He he developed really good hands, and he and he could run. So you know, you had to decide how you were going to play him because whichever way you were going to play him, he could hurt you the other way. Um, and then you know, Julio Jones. Um, I don't think we need to say anything, right? I mean, size, speed, toughness. um, Julio's a great football player. Impacts every game he plays in. Uh, So, you know, unanimous selections; those are pretty easy.
0: Yeah, we had you know a little bit of a debate on you know which offensive player was has been the greatest offensive player this decade, and it came down to obviously Julio Jones or Matt Ryan. You know, I pointed out that in twenty ten. Falcons went 13-3, though they, they lost in the divisional round to the, to the Packers that year. They were top seed. Um, Roddy led the league in receiving, I think, in receptions, too. And then you had Turner in the backfield. You know, Julio, I think, was just a junior at Alabama still. They, they, so they won without Julio Jones, not to take anything away from Julio Jones. But, um, you know, I, I like to point that out, that how good they were. Um that 2010 team especially, any memories of that?
1: The the 2010 team was a really, really, really good football team. And um, the guy that was was a centerpiece at it was Michael Turner because the problem that people had with us was that if we got you to the third quarter and we had the lead, you had a problem because now you're gonna have to deal with Michael coming downhill. And uh, that's where I thought we were really a well-balanced football team. We could throw it. We could do a lot of things to you. Matt Ryan would would get you right before half. We would get into that third quarter with a lead, and all of a sudden, here came this guy that was just bigger than life coming downhill. It made it to the safety level. If he got to that level. It was a problem. And because safeties, a lot of times, would go down and look for pieces of grass to hide in, because he'd run him over. But at the linebacker level, he just he'd bring his power, and he was he was a force.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great segue too to defense because that defense, Rich, was pretty darn good uh, in 2010, especially, and they were they were top 10 uh, ranks you know, against the run, I think, and they were they were just overall, I think, they're, they're a really good unit, um, and that's what you want, right? You want a, a stingy, stout defense and a strong running game and have some weapons to to scare people downfield. That team had it. it. Would you say, if I'm going to put you on the spot, what do you think was the best team of this decade?
1: No, it's the Super Bowl team. Super Bowl team, uh, you know, and and uh, people don't like to talk about it because we lost the game. But let's talk about the team. It was a very good football team because I can't tell you how many games, Matt, in that Super Bowl year that at halftime you're getting a hot dog, kind of sitting back. We were gonna win the game. Uh, this was not one of those years where you know every game came down to the last minute. Every game came down. You know that that was just not who that team was. That's a good football team. Um, okay. And to, you know, to do what we did um, and to be able to close it out, I mean, you're closing out a stadium, you're playing your last game, uh, you're playing a, a really good Packer team, and you just kind of dominated the game. Um, yeah, that was a good football team. The 2010 team was a really good team and disappointing. And obviously we had another team that got the championship game uh, at home that we had a chance to. Uh, but those were good football teams. I just, I, I believe the Super Bowl team was better.
0: Yeah, that 2012 team. Yeah, I, I thought that 20 team, 2010 team was maybe the most balanced team. But you know, when asked which team was the most talented, I went with the the team that went to the Super Bowl too. Um, and I and I thought, you know, the one the one difference at that running back, you know, he had Devonte Freeman. Look, no one's going to dispute that Michael Turner was probably the best running back overall, but. What, what Freeman added to that team was he was a heck of a receiver coming out of the backfield, too.
1: Devante, um, his ability to one-cut, his ability to put his foot in the ground, change direction, and and make people miss is not to be questioned. He um, He's just very special at it. And, and that presented problems. Anybody in space that saw him coming knew they had a problem because there's a chance they're going to show up on a highlight film for the wrong reason. Uh, and then the other thing about Devonte is his toughness unquestioned. Great kid. Love, love, really, you know, I, I love Devontae Freeman as a person, as a guy, and, and respect him so much as a player.
0: Yeah, top 50 player. Uh, so I, let's get to that defense now. Uh, we talked about the 2010 defense, and there were some pretty big names on that over over the last decade, beginning with John Abraham. Obviously, Grady Jarrett, who I've made the case that I think he's probably the best defensive tackle in franchise history. They haven't had a rich history here, you know, with defensive tackles. They've had some some good ones, but I think Grady Jarrett's on par to be the greatest, Uh, and he's young. Uh, You know, I don't want to put the horse the cart in front of the horse here, but I think he's going to be really, really good. He's really, really good now. Uh, Vic Beasley, Jonathan.
1: Grady that, that uh, isn't talked about enough is is the the impact his leadership has. Um, you know, Grady is a great football player. Plays on Sunday and plays at a high, high level. But Grady's a good player on Wednesday. And he's a good player on Thursday, Friday. And he's a good practice player. He's a good leader. He's a good community guy. Grady's everything you want in a football player. You know, he's, he's, a, he's the real deal.
0: You know, we... You know, you had made the comment once before that when people are looking at these all-decade teams, they tend to look at the most recent teams. Uh, Is it fair to say, though, that Grady Jarrett is on par, considering this team's history, at at, along the defensive line? Can he be, or is he now, in your opinion, one of the top, or if not, the best defensive tackles?
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't know the franchise history well enough. Uh, and I always say, like, when I see an all-century team, it's amazing how the all-century team had, you know, three-quarters of it were from the last 10 years or the last. So I don't know that you should ever get caught up in that. Yeah. But I know this about Brady. If there, if there are people that are better than, than he is, uh, then I would like to see them. You know, I'd like to see their body work. I just don't know it. You know, I just don't know it.
0: That's what I keep saying. Uh, Show me somebody better. Um, But obviously, John Abraham, he played for other teams. Great pass rusher, though, right? I mean, I think he's still, I don't know off the top of my head, but I think he's still top 15 all time in number of sacks. But he was a great pure pass rusher. What do you bring to the team?
1: John Abraham was, uh, the thing you like about John Abraham is, you know this, that the left tackle for three nights before the game, did not sleep well. And that creates in the quarterback and the left tackle. And it, the whole game plan, when you'd see their game plan, you knew their game plan involved, you know, looking at where John was and what John was doing. How do we chip to him? How do we move that line to him? How do we get the ball out of our hand? He, you know, the thing about players like John is they affect games because they affect the game plan. They affect Tuesday night when the coaches are in there. So uh, John was a really good player. Uh, any names
0: surprise you as a whole uh, on the defense? You know, we talked about Beasley, Babineau, Deion Jones, Lofton, Weatherspoon, and those guys in the secondary. Any, any guys surprise you or any omissions? Anybody that maybe you think should have been on that team was left off?
1: No, I would have been I would have been chagrined had Matt Bryant not been the kicker, uh give given the, the decade he had. Um but I, I'm I'm not no, those are all good good football players. The, you know, and um it was a you know, as I say, the decade when you look at Ws and L's is a pretty good decade. Yeah. Um we want more, we want championships. Uh that's who we want to be. Um and we've got to get some in this decade so that you when you and I have this conversation next time, that's what we're leaving. <laughs> Not with um, who the unanimous picks
0: are well i'm sitting here taking notes i I want i need a pass rusher who's going to keep people up at night in the beginning in the middle of the week Uh, i need a i need a quarterback like number two i need a running back that's going to wear teams down in the fourth quarter uh and and then also have some wideouts that are going to just scare the daylights out of people so yeah i'm taking some notes good luck
1: getting tony gonzalez too though you know that 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 didn't
0: hurt either no that didn't hurt at all um and uh, how about the secondary? Any any final thoughts you got? True, Robert. Oh, I
1: thought true. You know, listen, Alford is, is uh, Robert. Very competitive kid. Very competitive. Good toughness, all that. True. You know, true had a lot of good years for us and was with us a long time. Um, you know, the fact that he's not with us this year should not taint the fact that he was a good player for us. He was a good player for us. So I'm happy to see him make it.
0: What about returner? There was a little bit of debate there. Hey. Just the teams.
1: Devin Hester. Remember I told you about John Abraham? What, yeah. what happens to John Abraham? When do the coaches start worrying about Abraham? On Tuesday. Yeah. Not Saturday, not Sunday morning, Tuesday. When do people start worrying about Devin Hester? <laughs> they better start worrying on, on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, he just, you know, and, and we weren't sure where he would be uh, in his career, but all he was was right out the gate. He's a good player.
0: Yeah, maybe, you know, when you talk about Hall of Fame and stuff like that. I mean, he,
1: look, he's got to be the best all-time returner. Yes? No? I, I've not seen one better. I've not seen one that just impacted games. Just, you know, the game was over and he said, wow, how'd that guy do that to us? Um, He's a, he's a very impressive, very impressive player. Was for the Bears for a long time and was certainly for us.
0: You know, I'm going to put you on the spot again because I love to. And, and you, this stuff doesn't scare you at all. But And you already mentioned it. I just want to go back to it. Matt Ryan... Hall of Famer right now.
1: Yes. Okay. I say it all the time in the mail. To, but... Don't 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 even yes yes. Okay. I mean, oh, yes. Julio Jones a lot. You know I again who who you know. Received. Listen, oh. I, I think so. His numbers speak for themselves. He's already had a long career. He's already been very productive. But when it comes to the Hall of Fame, one thing I would say is it. You never like to say anybody's a I don't want to curse anybody. Even for Matt, I don't want to curse him. I want to, you know, because that discussion um, to me over the years has gotten political. I'm still not happy that Tommy Novus isn't in the Hall of Fame. And should he be? Yes. So I'm done having that discussion because it's probably better that I don't say anything about anybody going to the Hall of Fame because I was convinced Tommy should have gone in, and I'm not happy he's not in.
0: Yeah, we we can't let that one die either. We got to keep that. I don't know uh, how we're gonna get him back on the ticket, but we gotta. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask you about Alex Mack too. I mean, well, smart, you know.
1: Mack, great player for the you know for the Browns on in a team that didn't win very many games. Came to us and to me, you know, whatever that phrase glue. You know, he is that guy that, that kind of runs the line, gets everybody set, knows what to do. Uh, I go back to our Super Bowl year, and I knew how hurt he was, and he was not going to miss. Um, he's a tough guy. Uh, you know, Alex Mack is a really good football player.
0: Yeah. All right, Rich. Uh, I think that kind of wraps this whole all-decade thing up. Uh, you know, any any kind of just thoughts as we kind of head into the next decade as far as where this team is you
1: positioned? Know, man, I like you said, it, it. you know, that decade, the last decade was a really good decade. We Won a lot of football games, got the playoffs, you know, half the years. It did a lot of things that were, you know, um, top flight, right? Uh, but again, we want this decade to be about championships because that's what we play for. and uh, And that's what we're trying to do. So let's see if we can do it. It would help. To have as good of players as kind of that last decade had, so let's hope we have that. And this draft went pretty well for us, so let let's just see. You
0: know, you mentioned the two names too. uh, You know, Smith and Quinn, and uh, you know you've had stability at head coach, which certainly helps. Uh, And both
1: good football coaches, both and good human beings, good leaders, uh, good leaders of men, Um, and that for me is important in winning in the locker room, but it's also important in the community, right? We, that's what we wanna be about. That's what Arthur wants us to be about and we should be about. And both uh, Mike and Dan represent that in a really good fashion.
0: You know coaches too. I know uh, when you were in Tampa, you had some good ones down there too. John Gruden, Tony Dungy, uh, help me here, who else? Um,
1: well, that was it for me. I uh, yeah. had Sam Weiss uh, when I first got there. Right. Sam, a wonderful yeah. human, great leader, great guy. Uh, Tony Dungy is, you know, just a great person to be around, great leader, and great football coach.
0: Can't believe I forgot Coach Weiss. I was an intern '95. Goodness. Nice. All right. Well, Rich. Right now. Thank, thank you for the time. Yeah, thanks for joining me. It was fun, and uh, I'm glad we I uh, hit the record button on the second second go round.
1: We did better <laughs> the second time. See ya.
0: Thanks, Rich.